17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. We heard Harbaugh and we heard Eric DaCosta speak on Tuesday um, regarding their respective teams. Um, and let's talk about Harbaugh first, specifically regarding the role of Rashad Bateman. Harbaugh um, spoke very highly about Rashad Bateman, and um, he basically supported Rashad Bateman. I'm not really sure what that means in terms of if he's going to get his fifth-year option picked up or not, but it does. Uh, but Harbaugh, just as a coach, was giving his seal of approval when it came to Rashad Bateman, said he expects way more um, catches to Rashad Bateman in 2024, and felt very confident in talking about Bateman. So when you heard those words, first of all, I guess I want to know what you thought about what he said regarding Bateman. And then secondly, how do you think that that affects them from a free agency standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it, it definitely reaffirms this notion that Rashad Bateman is going to be a big part of what the Ravens do next year, which I have had my own question marks about, you know. I think we've all, right? <laughs> right, you know, it's like just from some of the things we've seen, some of, um, you know, the, the lack of chemistry between he and Lamar, uh, the lack of production, to be honest with you, uh, with with Bateman, whenever Lamar throws to him, Lamar's passer rating is not very good throwing at Rashad Bateman. So um, it is a little bit of a surprise to me. And like you mentioned, the fifth year option, and I don't think Eric DaCosta was even asked about that um, today, which is kind of a surprise. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I John was very um, positive talking about Rashad Bateman at the end of the season presser when we spoke to him at the end of the season uh, as well. And, you know, and in, in Indianapolis, he doubles down on that. And I think what they did is, you know, he, he, John went on to talk about some of the things they did after the AFC championship game. And I, I think that they, when they went back and scouted themselves and went back and watched a lot of the tape, I, I think they probably saw that Rashad Bateman could have done more than what he did. Now in the same breath, John is saying, you know, he's crossing his fingers on Odell Beckham. I don't know how the two can correlate. You know, I, I don't think that Rashad Bateman can be the guy. Uh, is You know, he's already competing with Zay Flowers at this point, which is fine. I have zero issue with that. Um, but then you start talking about the Beckhams of the world and, and they've already brought back Aguilar, which, again, I am fine with that. I like it. Um, but I, I just don't know if Beckham being there necessarily makes it that Rashad Bateman is going to be able to maximize what he can do. Um, if they're going to go with Bateman, cool, because I, I've never said that I think Rashad Bateman can't play. I've never said that I don't think that he's a, a good player and could be a good player for them. I've had my questions on whether or not he's wide receiver one, not because I don't think he can play it, just because they haven't shown us that, you know, I just haven't been able to see it happen on the field. It's been nothing but hopeful wishes at this point. So if they're going to make a true commitment to getting Rashad Bateman the ball and really showcasing him in this offense, which it sounds like they are, 
I, I think it could definitely work. You know, I, a lot of the issues were just Lamar not looking at him. So if it <laughs> turns out that Lamar actually starts looking at him and throwing him a decent ball, then we could see Bateman look like the receiver that I think everybody's been waiting to see. Yeah, I, I look, you, you know, Rashad Bateman has made some mistakes in the past. You know, he's he's dropped easy passes before and I can understand there's some distrust um, from Lamar. But I also think that we have to acknowledge that Lamar at, at many times doesn't even look in Rashad mm-hmm. Bateman's way. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why they don't have a connection um, particularly because, you know, it's not like the, the, the Raver, the Ravens wide receiving core is like one of the best in the league, right. And that they have a plethora of options here. Um, as we've seen many times on social media and through those that cover the radio, uh, the Ravens from a, a writing perspective, Rashad Bateman is getting separated. You know what I'm saying? He's finding ways to get open. He's just not somebody that Lamar tends to look at. And look, I get it. You know, likely is there. Mark Andrews, when he comes back, he's going to be there. Zay is going to be there. But but Rashad Bateman, to me, has all the potential in the world to be a, a very good number two wide receiver on this team. And the only way that that can happen is if he and Lamar find a way to get on the same page. And I'm hoping Cordell, that they find some time this offseason and just go through the film and say, well, what, what, what would you have rather me do here? Like, how can we build the chemistry? What are you seeing so that I can see the same thing so then we can find a way to get on the same page? Because otherwise, this is just not going to work. And it does question whether or not, um, you know, you bring them back after a fifth-year option. I, I I go back and forth about this in terms of, like, do, what do I think? Because I I – think that they want to keep it. I think that they would like to keep Rashad Bateman, but I, I think that it's a situation similar to Patrick Queen where they don't want that cap hit against, you know, their cap if they accept his fifth-year option. There's also the situation of, does Rashad Bateman want to be a Raven? And is he is his agent or him asking, do not accept my fifth-year option because maybe I want to see what free agency looks like and see what team might be interested in me. Uh, but the the fact remains is that this is year four, and he's going to be a Raven unless trade, obviously. But he he's going to be here. So if that's going to be the case, they have to find some type of connection because it is very important. If the Ravens want to uh, abandon the run in playoff games when they're behind, whether they're behind three, whether they're behind seven, whether they're behind 14, I don't know. They're going to have to have guys that can make the plays. And if Rashad Bateman is getting open, but Lamar's not looking his way, that is a connection problem. That's a, that's a mental problem between the quarterback and the wide receiver. And I'm not trying to blame either one here because I don't know who's to blame, basically. I don't know why they don't connect. But the point that I'm making is that if you are committed to not running the ball when it counts, then you have to find some type of rapport with the people that you have on your roster. And that's something that's extremely important for Rashad Bateman this offseason. Yeah, I mean, look, he's already – the good thing is he he showed that he can stay healthy. You right. know, he showed yep. that, you, that he can at least make it through a whole season. That's a huge hurdle in itself for a guy, in his case, that hasn't played a whole season to this point. Um and and I and I do think Rashad. I mean, I I said I was saying it in in during training camp and stuff. I, I'm not going to change that now. This dude, when he's out there, he is the smoothest route runner they have. I mean, at times, 
and this is with Zay Flowers out there. This is with yep. Odell Beckham out there. There were times Rashad Bateman, I, I left practice saying Rashad Bateman's the best wide receiver on this team. Yep. So it's, without a doubt, it's in there with him. I, I just don't know if uh, if that connection with he and Lamar that obviously we've seen to this point, if it's going to look like that, then it, we, we won't see how good Bateman can be um, because that the connection that it, with his quarterback isn't there. But I do think there's a way to fix that, like you mentioned, them getting together this offseason, both of them being able to spend as much time as they can on the field during minicamp and training camp because even during that time, Bateman has been on a certain schedule. He's on, he's at practice. He's not at practice. He's hurt. He's not, you know, he's got to be able to consistently be on the field because when he's not Lamar's then consistently still building that rapport with flowers, building that rapport with Aguilar, building that rapport with likely everybody, but Rashad Bateman. I'm on a NFL.com and uh, Mark Ross wrote a a piece. I, I guess he's, predicting on you know on the 2021 uh draft class who's going to get their fifth year option picked up and uh in the case of Rashad Bateman they're saying yes they do acknowledge that it can go either way um but they think that they do think that the Ravens will ultimately pick up his fifth year option under and they're kind of on the same wave that we are where they're leaning into the potential that Rashad Bateman has. And again, potential is fine, but at some point we have to see it. And I get the analytics and everything and the videos, you know, all the, all the plays of him getting open and not getting the ball. They'll be there. Every wide receiver has plays where they can show us where they're getting open and they're not getting the ball. It's about what happens when the ball does get thrown to you. And I'm acknowledging Lamar plays a part in that. It's a hand-in-hand situation. Like you said, you don't know who to place blame to. I don't think there is a necessarily a person to place blame on. It's just what it is. They both have a hand in this. And I think it's going to be important that that relationship on the field, because I do think their off the field relationship is good on the field, though. They have to get on the same wave. 